Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Commander Nation, welcome back. Braden, how you feeling? Feeling amazing. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I see you got on some Washington Redskins uh, pajama pants, okay? Yeah, you know how we go. We ain't we ain't the <laughs> commanders. We are. But, you know, we rep the old history. Yeah, we, we got both. We got both. We're not soft. Uncensored. Uncensored. All right. So, Washington talk for right now. Like, what's going on in the Washington commanders community? There's not a lot, right? The offensive coordinator. So, they've interviewed people, and I've seen on, you know, social media, X guy, X guy, X guy, you know, whomever it is is your favorite, you know, person that you might think from this team or that team and this and that, who you want to be hired is, you know, whatever, getting interviews. But a lot of these guys are young, tight ends coach, young Offensive line, wide receiver. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is zero experience at the offensive coordinator position. How has that worked out for Washington in the past? Not good. Who did just fire? Scott Turner? Do you know how much offensive coordinator position he had before this? Zero. So, you give him a shot, it doesn't work out. Ron Rivera is on his last opportunity right yep you are the head coach Braden you're the head coach are you hiring somebody without a proven track record absolutely not <laughs> that's what I'm saying so if that's the case then I'm calling the plays yeah like you're getting fired mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out yeah this is your responsibility I'm not letting someone else dictate if I'm staying or leaving like I'm hiring someone I trust or if not, like I said, I'm calling the plays. And that's what I don't understand with people. They're not understanding that concept, Braden. It, it's not even about the stupid, like, offensive coordinator. It's about every position, right? It's offensive coordinator. You have to bring in somebody who has been an offensive coordinator and has had success, right? Yep. That's what you have to do. You have to bring in position players that have had success because this is it. There's no more time. So the average fan, and I get it, right? They say, let's draft and let's build the team. That is the correct answer for the fans. That's probably the correct answer for the team, but that's not the correct answer for Ron Rivera. Because Ron Rivera is going to get fired. He cannot build this team right now. He can't go 8-8. Eight and eight. You know what I'm saying? He, he, yeah. he can't. I don't even think he can make the playoffs and go out in the first round. I think that depends on the record. I, I, don't, I, I, I disagree. I think he can make the playoffs and they, he can still have his job. 
Okay, if he loses two or three games all year and goes out in the first, okay, I got you on that. But I'm saying you yeah, can't yeah, yeah. win like yeah, ten if, games. If you're like the New York Giants this year and then lose in the first round, then yeah, I can. Why? Yeah, why are you going to keep him with the? Yeah, exactly, like a 500 record, and you sneak in. Ex- that, that's my point, right? So when you like, and anyone out there, right? If it's you. And your job's on the line. That's how you got to look at it. Like your job is on the line. You can't, you can't mess around. So the offensive coordinator has to be somebody proven. Someone just got fired from the Baltimore Ravens. Greg Roman is proven. I would bring him in and interview him immediately. Even if you decide you don't want to go with him, you better bring him in here and you better talk to him. the guy is proven, Braden. He was with the San Francisco 49ers, Kaepernick, Super Bowl. They didn't win. They make it, though. Proven. Yep. He adjusted. He he kind of did a Shanahan, right? He took an offense, and he molded it around his quarterback. He made it as simple as he could. He, he, he called plays to his players' strength. So, you know, roll to the right, roll to the left. Look, here, here, if this ain't, then roll. You know what I mean? Then go. Yep. He goes to Baltimore. Same offense because it's the same setup. You have an you have a fast, you have a mobile quarterback with a good tight end and maybe not great wide receivers, and that's how you are going to call the plays because that is what, that's what gets you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and I honestly, just a little side note, I kind of see what's getting ready to happen in Baltimore. I feel like it's the RG3 here, right? Like, RG3 was like, I don't want to be a mobile running quarterback anymore. I want to be a pocket passer, right? Yeah, maybe. Lamar's kind of saying that. But that's not what got you here. Like, you can't go changing what got you here and think you're going to succeed because it, it's tough, right? You are who you are. You know what I mean? Like play, play the position. Don't change. Don't change what got you here. I don't care what position it is on the field. Whatever you did that got you here is why you're here. Don't change it. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, Greg Roman, I think would be a great fit because one, that's a proven offensive coordinator in the NFL. He comes in here and I believe he I think he makes this offense good because you got let's say it's going to be Sam Howell, right? He's mobile. Um you know what I'm saying? Like you got the running back, you got the receivers. Yeah. I don't see any reason why he's he he should not at least be interviewed. What do you think? Yeah, I think I agree with you. Um, I mean, for these other candidates that people are putting out for Washington, I think Greg Raymond is way ahead of them. I think he's a safer option. But my, I don't know. I think another safe option that I like more is Frank Reich, honestly. Yeah, but Frank's up for head coaching position. Yeah. Well, yeah, if, yeah. If nobody hires mm-hmm. him, I'm with you. Yeah. But he might get a head coaching job. Yeah. 
You know, but yes, but I'm, I would, I'm, I'm just, with you. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm saying for offense coordinator, I'd personally rather have Frank Reich, but I would I would not mind Greg Raymond being the the offense coordinator. But I think the two, I think if Washington can nail these two offensive coordinators, it'd be the jackpot. It's a dream. It would probably never happen. I said it already on the podcast, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator in the Lions. And he said he's not leaving. Okay, well, it's because he, um, I think there was some teams that actually wanted to bring him in for an interview for the head coaching job. That's that's what I was going to go. He's probably, and, I know he's going to get a head coaching spot. And he did, he turned that down. Like, talk about a guy that's committed, right? He yeah. goes, I feel like we're doing something great here in Detroit, and I want to be part of it. So, hey, kudos to him, but he's not leaving Detroit. And the next guy, I got to say, and I know this will not happen as an offense coordinator spot. It'd be 1% chance. Same thing. He's going to go for an offense coordinator spot. He already tried for the Broncos, but Hatchet got the job over him. Is Brian Callahan, offense coordinator for the Bengals. I would love to see that, but that's, like, again, another dream scenario that's, He's the same level as Ben Johnson. He's going to be getting a head coaching spot. And I honestly don't – I don't see why anybody like that, I guess, would agree to come here with Ron Rivera. No yeah, idea. exactly, exactly. That's what I'm saying, just a dream scenario. Yes, I'm with you. But we talking serious. Um, yeah, I would not mind Greg Raymond. I would like that signing. And then I would like – you know, step above that of like Frank Reich. If we can get him, I think that's more reasonable than the other two I just said, Ben Johnson and Callahan. Yeah, and a, and a name that is already on the roster is uh Zampezi. People talk about him, and apparently he's one of the top candidates. And I think it was what week six or something like that. I said, and this is what aggravates me, kind of right, Braden, is I said. Washington needs to fire Scott Turner. Promote Zampezi now yeah, to get yeah. a fair evaluation. Is it the quarterback or is it the coaching? Right? Yeah. With Wentz. That's on the head coach salt right there. Exactly. He calls everything. So he didn't make that move earlier. So now you want to do that? Like, he's so late to making these moves. He can't see in front of himself that. If he did that, then he would already have the answer if Zampezi was it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it wasn't too hard to realize that Wentz wasn't the answer. Mm-hmm. Or if you made that move and all of a sudden Wentz became a freaking all-star, well, then you realized, I, you know what I mean? I just solved two of the problems. I got an offensive coordinator and I have a quarterback of the future. But because you did nothing and you just stayed in the same pattern and you just followed that all year long, well, you got not in the playoffs – you're probably not having Wentz, and you're probably not having the offensive coordinator, which you could have figured it out during the season, and he didn't. Yeah, so he better hit the freaking nail on the hammer. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nail on the head. Yeah, he better do it with the <laughs> offensive coordinator here. Yes. Um, I guess the question is, does this happen before the sale of the team? Um, businesses normally – so. Take the NFL out of it, right? And don't look at it this way. But if you're a corporate, you know, world and you have a business and you're looking to sell it, normally you kind of fire everyone that you can fire, right? You get your payroll down as low as you can. That way, when you make the sale, right, it's all about profit, profit margins, or however you want to look at it, right? So 
the lower the payroll is for Washington, the better the sale looks for the buyer. And Dan's not a freaking idiot. Like He's smart when it comes to this kind of stuff. So that's why I'm saying I don't even know if Ron Rivera has the authority to hire an offensive coordinator before this sale. What do you think? I Yeah, I don't think he does. I think um Yeah, I think he's just going to have to, you know, maybe find his guy but hold back and just say like he, I think he just has to wait until the until the new owner comes in. I don't I don't think he can make anything official right now. Or, you know what I mean, like, that may be such a small, like, maybe they're not going for the big fish. Like, it's kind of part of, like, you have to have a coaching tree or whatever. Well, it re- yeah, it really depends on when this owner comes in. Because if it's going to be in, like, the springtime, well, then it doesn't free. We're going to get someone before then, you know. If Dan's going to sell the team within a month well, or two weeks or something, you know, then... Maybe we would just wait for the new owner. Best case scenario, it, it happens very quickly, right? Because the new owner could come right in and go, this is what I want to do. He can clean house or he can say, hire whoever you want. Like The sooner this happens, the better next season is for Washington on the field. Yeah. Because the longer it takes, well, then you're just dragging everything out and you're kind of going into it probably with, close to the same roster or this and that. And I I don't know. Um, speaking of stupid stories that I saw, so Jeff Bezos, people just, I think that they'll believe anything. They're saying, and I don't get it, right? So Jeff Bezos has said he, he will sell the Washington Post to buy the commanders. He doesn't have, for what? Like, that's what I don't understand. Why is he selling the, why is he selling it? He doesn't need the money. And if Dan Snyder's mad at him and's going to give it up, what's you know what I mean? Like, what's that do? Oh well, you already like ran my name through the mud, and now I'll sell it to you. Like that—that's just that makes zero. I don't get it. You know what I mean? It's more likely that at the end of the day, like I said before, he's probably just going to outbid everybody. Oh yeah, this is a business move, right? Just, you know what I mean? Like, Dan's saying, I'm not going to, like, okay, let's not even put it that. If I have something and I'm going, and I know you want to buy it, and I say, I'm not going to sell it to you. You're going to overpay because now you don't think I'm going to give it to you. It's a business move. It's actually very smart, and I get it. So I don't care when it happens, but the sooner, the better, like, for the fans, you know what I'm saying? For for our fandom of next year, what's going to happen, the sooner, the better, because we can bring in free agents, we can bring in coaching staffs. Like, then we have our answer. Yep. But even, let's say, so a lot of the rumors are March, right? If it happens in March, this is what I've been saying. Go back and listen to, actually, so Brady, one podcast or two podcasts ago, I, I said, hey, look, Aaron Rodgers to D.C. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Damn. I got a lot of, like, get off the crack pipe. You're stupid. Why would we want some aging, like, veteran? And 
Just a lot of hate for that. I was like, dang, I thought everybody would want Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. ESPN today. Um, Dominique Foxworth says his landing spots. Number one was Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers, and number two was Washington. And everybody's doing like the eye emojis and whatever, whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute. I said this two weeks ago, and I got to get off the crack pipe. He says this, and you get the eye emojis. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? I don't Maybe people just realized, I don't know, they just came to their senses. Or maybe when I said it, it was just stupid. And because he's on ESPN, it's validated, right? Maybe. I guess. So, once again, Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean, like, ESPN says, and then they come out and they say, um, well, he is going to get traded, but it's going to be to a AFC team. And I'm calling a BS on that, Bray. Yeah, 100%. That is the same thing that I just told you about. Dan Snyder says, I'm not selling the Bezos, right? Green Bay says, I'm not trading to NFC teams, right? Mm-hmm. What's that do? It drives up the market. Do you know who Green Bay's going to trade Aaron Rodgers to if they trade him? Hopefully Washington. The team that gives them the best deal. Mm-hmm. They don't care at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Yeah. If somebody from the AFC says, I'll give you one first rounder, somebody in the NFC says, I'll give you two or three first rounders, do you know where he's going? The NFC. Yep. So, that's all... BS, that's all upsell, that's all, you know what I mean? Whomever gives the best deal is where he's going, if he's going anywhere. And now let's fast forward to actually what came out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth, right? So Aaron Rodgers then was on the Pat McAfee show, and Pat McAfee asked him about all this, like, hey, look, supposedly you're getting traded, and this and that, and I thought I talked to you last week, and we talked about this, and basically you said that you weren't sure what you were doing, and whatever, whatever. And Aaron Rodgers made me laugh, right? So I actually tweeted something. I said, Aaron Rodgers is the Ric Flair of the NFL. And the reason why I said that, because Ric Flair is notorious for being the bad guy, right? He was the heel. He embraced it. He loved being a heel. He didn't care. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is embracing being that heel. He doesn't care. You know what I mean? Yep. On the show, he says something about ESPN being sponsored by Pfizer, Madonna, and the Johnson & Johnson and he is the uh, COVID MVP. He won, I think he said, two uh, MVPs, uh, COVID MVPs. Yeah. Like, dude, my man is totally embracing the bad guy. Yeah. And, well, and people even try to make him, like, the bad guy. He comes out and, like, they, he, uh, I, I, th- I believe it was the same podcast. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, talking about his playing career, he mentions the fact that, well, he he still thinks he can uh, play at MVP caliber and everything, and people are taking that as like a selfish note in a way. Like he's out to win MVPs, not Super Bowls. Gronk said that. It's like now he's telling you as a personal standpoint what he can provide to a team. Like he's that dude. It's not that that's all he cares about. It's like 
that's that guy. You know, the face of the league. Like, he can still play at a top-notch level. Yes. He actually, and he talked about that, too. And he, he, you know, he laughed and he said, it doesn't bother me one way or another what anybody says about me. And then he goes on later on to, like, say something. And he says, Gronk, you know what I mean? And, and he's like, look. Anybody who tells you that they don't care about what you think about them or what they do and they're like, you know what I mean? Like the MVP thing or whatever. He's like, you're lying. Like at the end of the year, you want to be in the MVP race. Like at the end of your career, you want to be a Hall of Famer. Like you do want to be the best and you want people to say that you're the best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he was like, uh, well, you know, it, it is what it is, but. Then he, you know, went on to say he was right because people do care. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if you're a player, it doesn't matter what position you are, you know, doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, or uh, Joe Burrow, or Jalen Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. You do want to be the MVP. Yep. Because that's a honor, right? Like, mm-hmm. you do, like... That's saying you're the best of the best. Like, you are the best player. So, you know, he he basically was saying that ESPN, you know, they kind of make things up to whatever, fit their agendas and this and that. And, you know, if it doesn't come from him, then don't believe it. And what I found interesting, so he kind of goes back and forth, right? He says that he, um, he's, one, he goes, I'm not sure, right? So the first thing that has to happen here is, do I want to even come back, right? Yeah. And then if I tell Green Bay I want to come back, he says it's a two-way street. He he kept saying it's a two-way street, right? Like, they have to want me back. So most people just assume that Green Bay wants them back. And actually, Pat asked him, he goes, he goes you, you keep saying it's a two-way street. Was there like a... What, was there something that was brought up during these meetings? Did the GM say something to you where, you know what I mean, like they gave you the impression they didn't want you? And and he said, no, they, they never, you know, told me that they didn't want me or anything like that. But he kept saying it's a two-way street. Um, and I, I guess, you know, like what he got out of that was he said they – drafted my replacement. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love, right? Yep. Three three seasons ago now, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So he feels that they drafted his replacement, but they could not bring in his replacement because he had two COVID MVP seasons. And I hashtag. COVID MVP. Not just MVP, COVID MVP, because that's what he called him. So that's what I'm going to call him. Yeah. COVID MVP, right? So if you're a GM, how can you justify to your fan base that I'm going to let go an MVP? It's a little hard to <laughs> sell that, right? I, 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 don't I think it's easy for Green Bay because of the whole Brett Favre thing. Well, he did... He didn't say that directly either, but like think as, about think about the Patriots and Tom Brady. Like that was like I feel like a bigger crusher. I feel like this is like like the on the the 
Packers are doing the same exact thing they did with Brett Favre, so it's kind of like. Well, that's what I said. He, Aaron Rodgers, did say something along the lines like, you know, this organization, like Green Bay, like they want to be a year or two ahead of the decline. So, yes, when they think that you are at a certain point in your career, with Brett Favre, you're exactly right. It was like, okay, they drafted Aaron Rodgers to be his replacement. And they said, even though Brett had maybe three more years left, it was they would rather let you go and bring the new guy in than to wait too long. Yeah. And he feels the same thing is happening right now with him. Well, I think everyone should feel it, you know. Yeah, and... I was actually surprised. So, like I said, he was he would go back and forth. He said, if they don't want me anymore, if they decide that, hey, look, you know, we have your replacement, I totally understand that. I have no bad feelings. But then in the same breath, he would turn around and go, but I do want to retire a Packer. So it is kind of like, I there's, there's kind of mixed signals. He's like, look, I own I own part of the Bucks, right? The Milwaukee Bucks NBA team. He's like a whatever, small percent owner. He loves the city. He loves this and that. And, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, I guess the question is, can they bring both of them back? Or does one of them have to go? Yeah, they can bring both of them back. I oh man, because I think if Rodgers goes back to Green Bay, it's a goodbye season because Green Bay is not going to win anything. Um, the other option would be Rodgers retires now, where Rodgers goes to a playoff contender because he's not going to go to a team that's just like Green Bay that won't even make the playoffs or nothing. So I think you know if he goes back to Green Bay, it's a goodbye season, and you can keep Jordan Love. Then it's just that's. That would just be up to Rodgers to be playing his one last year. That's not really the organization trying to go and win. They really don't have any talent to do that. But that's what I think this last season was. Yeah, me too. I think behind closed doors, I think the GM did draft his replacement. I think that that's clear. I think... He could not get rid of Rodgers because of the situation. Because, like I said, you just came off the MVP. And you don't want the fan base to turn against you as a GM. Like, you're kind of forced here. So that's why it was a weird contract. Like, all these rumors that you hear this and that. Like, there's a no trade. No, I'm sorry. There is not a no trade clause in it. But... It was kind of agreed upon that he would play next season, but then would be allowed to leave this season. There's just, there's a lot of stuff that you don't know, once again, that happens behind closed doors. But to me, it sounded like they went in there and they said, hey, look, Aaron said, either maybe trade him or trade me. The GM says, I don't want to get rid of either one of you. He goes, okay, well, I'll run it back one more year, but next year you got to get rid of me or him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would think that Aaron would have 
some sort of say on where he's going. You know what I mean? Because I can't see well, yeah, him I think just I, being naive and stupid and yeah, not I think something there. I'm surprised he hasn't just came out yet and said something like, you know, if they trade me so-and-so, I'm just going to retire. Like, I'm surprised he didn't just say that yet. <laughs> Which I, I think that's probably what he told the GM and, like, teams that are going to get him or one of them are going to communicate to Rodgers first and be like, yeah, hey, you sure you want to come here or all that? And I think, you know, Rodgers is going to be straight up up front like, no, I'm not playing for you guys, you know? At the end of the day, yes, I believe Aaron Rodgers has a list, right? Yep. However big that list is, let's say it's five teams, let's say it's ten teams, whatever it is, right? He probably told them, I'll go to any of these teams, however large or small that is. So then whomever gets, you know what I mean, gives them, the Green Bay Packers, the best deal is where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I believe the commanders are probably on that team now that Dan's leaving. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe if he didn't leave it, they wouldn't be on it, but I think that they may be on it now. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you got a vet. He said, I only want to play. He has – this is the drum that he is beating, Braden. I only want to play on a team that I think I can win a championship on. So he said, I do not want to be part of a rebuild. You know what I'm saying? Like – he doesn't want to go where it's all just young players and you know what I'm saying? Like it has to be where they feel they're one player away. And that's why I tweeted with the you know, the defense that we had last year. Like when you have a top three, top five, top you know what I mean, defense, and you have all these weapons on offense and you know what I mean, like you're just missing that quarterback. You're just missing that offensive coordinator. And that's the difference between being a playoff team, a Super Bowl contender, and not. Mm-hmm. I personally think it's over. I think the only reason why he came back last year, like I told you, was the MVP. I think the GM is over him. I think the GM wants him gone. I think, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's kind of probably a pain in the ass. And the GM's like, I'm just about tired of you. Oh. You know what I mean? But that's neither here nor there. But hashtag COVID MVP, hashtag Aaron Rodgers to DC. All right. So what's Washington going to do, Raiden? So the draft's coming up. What are they going to do with their draft pick? Yeah, who knows? Uh, what would you do? Trade it. You would trade it? Yeah, I wouldn't care. I'd. Who the hell has Ryan Rivera drafted any, any, like, you know? So what would you trade it for? A quarterback. Or I would get, I'd be content getting a Derek Carr. I would trade it for, like the Eagles did, a player, A.J. Brown. I would say, screw it. I'm, like, if you get a quarterback and you can't, I'm, I'm not drafting a quarterback this year. I'm getting, I'm taking a vet this year, whether that's, you know, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, whoever it may be. You get a vet quarterback and you trade and, Maybe you get the best left tackle in the league. Say, all right, this guy's 25. He's the best left tackle. I'll give you a first-round pick for him. I'll, I'll be fine with that. Middle linebacker, I'll give you here's first-round, second pick for the, one of the best middle linebackers. How about Jalen Ramsey, cornerback? Yeah, I would Yeah, I would trade it for him. You know what I mean? like I, I look at it as, like you said, this team is not that far away. They're missing a couple key pieces from being like, 
a Super Bowl contender, honestly. You get a good quarterback in there, it really puts the puzzle pieces together. You get another great superstar. You're not going to draft that superstar in the first round right off the bat. So, right. Organization, the best thing for the organization to do is either trade it for somebody who you think you're winning a Super Bowl this year or next year, right? Mm -hmm. If you're not trading it for a person that you think you're winning a Super Bowl this year or next year, you freaking draft a quarterback. Because you know what? You keep drafting them until you get one. I don't care. You keep drafting them until you get one. The Philadelphia Eagles had Carson Wentz. You know what they did? They drafted Jalen Hurts anyway. It doesn't matter. You draft it until you get one. And if you have two of them, then trade one of them. Then you get draft capital. But you you, you don't stop. You don't say, okay, well, we have a guy who might be good. He might do this. He might. I don't want to hear might. You draft. You keep drafting them until you get them. I would go if you were not going in the vet. You know, if you were doing a draft, I would hope that uh, Will Levis, I believe his name is, quarterback Kentucky was there. That's that to me looks like a NFL quarterback. Was he six two? Whatever, like big guy, strong arm. That's the guy who you can kind of see. You know what I mean? Like, but whatever. That's what I would do. Or I'm with you. If you're not doing that, then you got to trade for somebody who you believe is is this year. You're not making a trade for somebody who's going to help you three years, four years. You're making a trade because you're like, you know what? I think we can make the playoffs, and not only make the playoffs, but make a Super Bowl run if we bring this guy in. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm with you. So, speaking of that, so the NFL playoffs are this weekend, Braden, and there is only two games left. You have the 49ers and the Eagles. You got the Chiefs and the Bengals. Did you did you see these being the four teams? Did You know what I mean? Like, like what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I saw... Yeah, I saw these four teams not that big of a surprise. The big, the biggest surprise would be the Bengals yet again. They surprised me last year. I kind of thought maybe they got lucky last year. I guess they're the real deal. I am going to tell you that I thought I can't. I can't remember his name. Zach. What's his, the head coach? Zach. Um, for who? For the Bengals. Oh, Zach Taylor. Yes. I thought he was horrible. Right? Yeah. First year, I thought the team was horrible. And I thought, that's nice. They got the number one pick. They're going to have the number one pick next year and probably like a top 10 pick the following year because they were that bad of a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had the first pick. Then next year, they had the fifth pick. And then they go from going to the Super Bowl to being one game away from it again this year. That blows my mind. So, I can admit when I'm wrong, and I am 100% wrong there because I looked at them as being bad. And, and look at it, right? So as Washington fans, a lot of people make excuses all the time. Oh, well, we have a good quarterback or we have good receivers, but you know the O-line's no good. Well, guess what? The Bengals' offensive line is still freaking trash. But you know what? They got a head coach who I didn't believe in, but he's proven me wrong. They have a quarterback who I thought would be okay, and he's turned out to be freaking great. And then they got Jamar Chase, and I thought he was great. You know what I mean? Like, I was right on him. And that's the difference. So even if your O-line's not great, but if you have a quarterback 
who's getting rid of the ball quickly to playmakers, mm-hmm. this is what you get. Yep. So you got a Bengals team who, in theory, because of their line struggles or this and that, shouldn't really be where they are. But you know what? They're right there again this year. And that, to me, so I, I look at it and I would say, well, the Bengals are, you know, a quarterback, I guess a quarter, like uh, they were a couple players away. But really, that's a quarterback team, right? Um, Kansas City, I think, is more they fall under. They have Patrick Mahomes, but they have Andy Reid. So that is a great head coach with who's putting up great numbers, Patrick Mahomes. So that would be, you know what I mean, uh, a quarterback and a head coach. The Eagles, I think, are built from the ground up. I think the Eagles roster is solid. Offensive line, defensive line, wide receivers. Like, they made trades. Wide receivers, cornerbacks. Like, yeah, we don't have Pro Bowl teams because there is no Pro Bowl freaking teams out there. But if you look at that team, that's a team that was built correctly and it's built just like the 49ers where you go, How's this team winning? They're on a third-string quarterback, Braden. Mm-hmm. How are they winning? You know why they're winning? Because it's built from the ground up. Every position, offensive line, defensive line, like the whole team is great. So when you build a good team, you can kind of plug people into positions and you can keep right on rolling because the team is built the correct way. So the Eagles, in my opinion are probably the most complete team left. The second most complete team, I would say, is the 49ers. But then you got Kansas City, who, you know, it's it's so tough because that team has maybe or probably 100% the best head coach out of all of them, which people say has the best quarterback, but, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? And then Cincinnati, they just got Burrow, and they just keep rolling. So I don't freaking know what's going on here i I just know it's going to be a great weekend of football oh yeah absolutely i i don't know i don't think the 49ers defense is just amazing like i just think and i think i think um philadelphia and their play calling on offense is absolutely amazing too so i think that's going to be a great battle but defense wins championships i don't think i don't care if you're on your third string i think uh, the San Francisco is going to control the game, and it's going to. I just think San Francisco's defense is just going to carry them. It's it's so great that they traded for Christian McCaffrey. Not only can he run the ball, he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He can r- line up in the slot receiver. He's a threat. So I I see San Francisco moving on to the Super Bowl on the NFC side. Okay. On the AFC side, man, that's hard because the Bengals made a Super Bowl <laughs> last year. They shocked me. They're here again. They they're shocking me. But I just, I don't think there's any way you can stop Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like, that's just such a hard combo to stop. I feel like you got to force the Chiefs to run the ball because they're such a high-tempo team. Even if they're getting success on the ground, I just don't see the Chiefs sticking with it. I think that's their downside. But I I don't see how you stop Andy Reid's mastermind play con with Mahomes and everything. Like, I feel like Mahomes was pissed that he didn't make the Super Bowl last year. So, I see the Chiefs moving on. I see uh, 49ers and Chiefs Super Bowl. And that's going to be a rematch. Yeah, that's... 
it's funny, right? Because all year long, you know, people say, well, this team didn't play anybody good or this team didn't play anybody good. There's always excuse. So as fans, we build in excuses, right? So as fans, you say, well, this quarterback is going to be good because he was drafted in the first round. And this quarterback's not going to be good because he was drafted in the seventh round. Okay. Tom Brady was in the sixth round. You know what I mean? Like, let's get over let's get over our personal feelings because you know what? There's a lot of people who are just wrong. Like, you look at the 49ers and Eagles. The Eagles, man, they are pro like I said, they are, they have to be the out of all the four teams left. If you just go the 11 versus the 11 and you just break it down, who is the best, right? Mm-hmm. You got to go with the Eagles. And then they have the home field advantage. It's so tough, right? I don't even, you know what? I don't, I don't even know. But what I'll say is this, and you kind of hit on it, right? You said the Eagles offense is really good. You said the 49ers defense is really good. And I can tell you, our podcast, I told you what, like weeks ago, a month ago now, that Shane Steichen, he's the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, D'Amico Ryans, they are mm-hmm. going to be head coaches. They deserve yep. to be head coaches. Yep. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. These guys can scheme and they can draw up. You know what I mean? The one can draw up a defense like a summer gun, and the other can draw up an offense. Yep. They are the best at what they do. They deserve to be head coaches. With so, amazing talent. <laughs> yeah. Like, but how many times have you seen talent get wasted? You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of coaching. Yeah. Those two deserve head They should be head coaches. So as soon, no matter who wins or loses this game, those two guys are going to be head coaches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and the same thing, Kansas city and, and Cincinnati, man, how can you go against Patrick Mahomes? Right. Yeah. And Andy Reed, Andy Reed is just so smart. You know what I mean? He knows how to call an offense, but then again, there's something like Joe cool, right? Yeah. There's something, just something about him. Just (laughs) (laughs) he's Joe cool. Did you see the Twitter video? It shows it snowing. It shows a receiver running out. It shows him throwing it like 30 or 40 yards on the field. And as he throws it, he does a spin. It's like slow. He doesn't even watch. He throws it and doesn't even watch. It's like a no-look throw, and it's like a perfect. It drops right in the bucket. I mean, the dude is just smooth, man. Yeah, yeah he he has all the confidence. He knows. He, he just knows he's that guy. You know, he's like, I got this. No pressure felt. So, who did you say? You said 49ers in Kansas City? Yep. I think it's going to be a rematch of whatever year that was. Well, just to keep it interesting, I'll go completely against you then. I'm going to go with the Eagles because I think they are the best built. You know what I mean? 11 versus 11. Not the best quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not You know what I'm saying? But it's a whole team victory. They have. They have the best offensive line, the best defensive line. They have good corners. Like they're just so good. You know what I mean? And Cincinnati, Joe Cool. I can't, dude. There's something about the dude. I can't go against him. Jamar Chase is just electric, dude. He, the shake and bake in him. It's it's great. I don't know. I'll go. 
I'll take Eagles, Cincinnati. You take 49ers, Kansas City, and we'll see who wins. No, I guarantee you I will. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let's give him a boo. He deserves a boo for that one. All right. Well, on that, I'm I'm done, dude. You got anything? I'm out. All right. Well, happy uh, NFL playoff weekend. And this has been Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell. I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.